Hello, everyone, and welcome to the White Knights Podcast, the podcast where we get offended so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nutglock, or Gillex, or whatever you want to call me, joined by my co-host, Wubba. Hello. Wubba, whose name is, like, actually kind of hard to say sometimes. I find myself saying Wubba at times, and that kind of throws me off. I think I sound really dumb when I'm saying it, is, is honestly what I think. How do well, you come by that name, Wubba? If I'm being honest, it was a random generator that was the gaming Wubba. It took- that was... It took random words from the internet, phrases, from products, and would take them, and I'm pretty sure it landed on the Wubba Dog toy. Oh. Oh. That actually so, makes a lot more sense now. So, I am the gaming Wubba, but, and I shortened it down to Wubba. And what do you know? Here we are. We, you have a successful server? Yep. You're going places. Uh, exactly. You just rebooted the server. It's now has less people, but also people that are actually active yep and uh, if anyone ever wants to check that out it's make some friends you can find it on discord it's a really great server i'm i'm modding it and that's that so we have a few topics to talk about today but the first thing i want to talk about is zoom which we have some interesting news about which being that zoom stock dropped because schools and businesses are like not using it anymore because of security issues like because they don't have very good encryption on the calls and people are just dropping in whenever because that's, that's what they can do. So schools have stopped using it. Businesses have stopped using it. Like SpaceX, they said they're never going to use it. Yeah, so um, the timeline basically around uh, May, a little after May, uh, a New York attorney just basically uh, closed an inquiry to Zoom security practices as concerns started to raise to it uh i don't know what caused the concerns or if anything particular happened or if it was just people like if we're going to be at home we better make sure this is secure but um, yeah you want to look into what you're doing yeah because people i think it already had the problem of people can just hop in whenever oh yeah but that's that's not a a problem that they can can easily fix they that would mean just changing the entire preface of the app well yeah but also they have methods already which is that you have to be approved to get in if it's set so yeah but that's the thing if you have it like that people who don't sign in because you can get like free calls like you don't have to be have an account to start a call i don't believe yeah or at least it didn't used to be like that so with that it's so like impossible to guess because you're just gonna like have a little chat and no one's used zoom before you can't really prevent anyone from dropping in because you don't have like usernames or accounts or anything yep exactly which is uh, why you should always sign in, kids. Yep. Uh, we have a little timeline here that starts with March 26th, which is Zoom iOS app is actually sending user data to Facebook. I'm Ooh, we know how that's going to go. I'm not surprised it's going to Facebook of all places. Yeah. What with how that's been going. So an investigation by Motherboard revealed that Zoom's iOS app was sending user analytics data to Facebook, even for Zoom users who didn't have a Facebook account. So there's an interaction with Facebook's graph API, apparently, that We'll send it there. So March 27th, Zoom removes Facebook data collection feature. Well, I don't know why it was there in the first place. That's what bothers me with that. Like, why is there... Well, what matters to me is why is Zoom connecting to Facebook in the first place? Let's see. Who? What company runs Zoom? Is there, like, an, uh, an overarching company? Um... Maybe, maybe Facebook owns Zoom. But I thought Zoom was so relevant that it wouldn't be, like, a thing. Because around March 14th is when our lockdown started. So this it, is only, what, 12 days later? This is, yeah. You're looking at March 27th. 
I'm and then, March 27th. So, it was a day later after they were discovered. It was a day later after it was discovered that they removed the feature. But my question is, why is it a feature in the first place? And is it that is it that Facebook owns Zoom? I feel like Facebook doesn't own Zoom. It does not own Zoom. Zoom is its own. So then that's place. a big question in the first place. Why is it giving data to Facebook anyway? I don't know. Um... It seems like there's like a random... Everything's connected to everything these days. So I'm not exactly surprised it's connected to Facebook. But the question of why is, is what bothers me. Yeah. But, hey, moving on. There's classroom Zoom bombings reported in where... Some hackers broke into a class meeting and displayed a swastika on student screens, which the FBI then issued a public warning about Zoom security vulnerabilities. So we should have all seen this coming to begin with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that didn't happen. And then the New York Attorney General sent out a letter to let's Zoom. Do, let's keep in mind, this is March 30th. That's and... talking about privacy concerns and vulnerability and asking what the company is doing or not doing to prevent these things from happening. And then uh, on the same day... The first class action lawsuit was filed against Zoom and how they were going against California's new data protection law because they weren't getting proper consent from users about the transfer of Zoom back to Facebook. So that starts all the way back. All the way back. That goes all the way back. This is... Uh, this is in this March is, 30th. So this was a month, a month and seven days later that they closed this case. And what's more... The software is apparently built not to enable end-to-end encryption, as a Zoom spokesperson said on March 30th. So that's the big problem, too, is the app's not even configured to have an end-to-end encryption like any other app is. Yeah, so that's that's definitely something that should have been a red flag for whoever was developing this. Like, did no one go up to them and say, hey, why is there no end-to-end encryption? Oh. And on March 30th, more bugs are discovered, like a Windows-related Zoom bug that Open people up to password theft, apparently, and two more bugs that would allow malicious actors to assume control of a Zoom user's microphone or webcam. That or to wow. gain root access, or to gain root access on Mac OS desktops. So that's the most dangerous thing I've seen yet, which is oh, getting yeah. someone access to an entire computer. Because I have Zoom on my Mac. I mean, it's an old Mac. I wouldn't mind someone destroying it from the inside out. But that's fucking horrifying. That a yeah, just to think that have this that a company can have this place and know what they're doing wrong and know that this is going on and not do anything because now fucking face a fucking face it they made the app they didn't make it to enable end-to-end encryption they basically asked for this to happen. So man, this you just spent what was it fifty two thousand dollars on a new Mac and all of a sudden you have no control over your computer, your Mac because. Some hacker got access to it through Zoom. That's fifty two thousand dollars. Let's say you're a student and you're already having trouble paying off loans or anything. You just spent all that money on a computer and now it's gone and you probably can't get it insured either. Yeah. You might be able well, to. Well, if but... you're if you're a student trying to do that, uh, you probably aren't spending fifty two thousand dollars. Well, let's face it, you're computer. not gonna yeah, you're not gonna be doing that anyway, and you're not gonna be fucking happy anyways. Yeah. Like, your new computer just got destroyed. So, there was a public apology in which I believe the owner, he vowed to improve security, like waiting rooms and password protection, which some calls still don't have that, I don't believe. And same day, this is April 1st, more security flaws are discovered, like, 
that le- like like this that the application was leaking users' email address and photos to strangers. Strangers? What kind of strangers are we talking? It just says to strangers. It says, well, yeah. It says leaking them to strangers via a feature loosely designed to operate as a company directory. Oh, so directory so being it, like a little ledger, so they're they're keeping track of everything. Yeah. So that's it was. Fu- that's so fucked. I don't understand this at all. Why is well, this? Let's start with this. Why is this a feature in there to begin with? Yeah, so I feel like, so Zoom was at uh, apparently around 10 million users, and it's now at about 300 million ever since coronavirus. Um, so I just hope, what I'm hoping is that they didn't implement these things as soon as they get big to mass produce these, this user data and make them some money. I would, judging by the way that things have gone in the past with companies like this, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, but we can hope it isn't. Exactly. And also on April 1st, SpaceX bans Zoom. And I think any big company right now shouldn't be using Zoom. It's just that simple. This is the same guy who banned Zoom was the same guy who thinks that coronavirus isn't real. Yep. He also, he also accused uh, the government as a whole of overcounting the deaths. As I don't understand. You can undercount deaths. With these people. But... I don't understand what it is. Why is every like big person saying some shit about coronavirus? Like either do your part and help out or don't talk. Yeah, and especially do as like Do your part and help or just don't. Especially as an influencer, like someone who has a ton of influence on people, people that they look up to him as like a really smart person. He created this big company that flew us to the moon, like not literally, but you know, just got But essentially. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's saying coronavirus isn't as big of a deal, it must not be as big of a deal. It's just fucked. But anyways, back to the timeline. So, April 2nd. So, as you can tell, some of these days have just been consecutive. So, what we're seeing is new problems every day. So, April 2nd, a data mining feature was discovered to allow some people to have access to LinkedIn profile data about other users. And there was a Zoom bombing plan to Zoom bomb a Jewish school in Philadelphia in an anti-Semitic Zoom bombing campaign. Wow. And... On April 2nd, it was reported that an automated tool can find Zoom meetings and just get into them. That there was a meeting finder called Z Wardial that could gather information for nearly 2,400 Zoom meetings in a single day. That's insane. That's... So there was really, at that point, there was no safe meeting because people could just find your meeting and, and bomb it whenever they wanted. Yeah. But also, it, with the rate at, the, at which that is, like, if they were to pick a random one, you're unlikely to get bombed by one. But it's still, the fact that it's being bombed at all, and that exists, is just kind of... The question is, how do they get Why? the database of all the current Zoom meeting IDs? And how are they hiding it so well? Yeah. Alright, April 3rd's a big day in this, because a lot happened. So, Zoom video call records were left viewable on the web, where an investigation by the Washington Post found out that thousands of recordings of Zoom video calls were just viewable on the web. People could just find them. And they had personally identifiable information, private therapy sessions, and stuff like that in it. So that was just all publicly available. And they apologized again. And... They said that their custom encryption is substandard, so they f- they admitted it up to something. 
And the owner said publicly that they recognize that they can do better with their encryption design. Also, a second class action lawsuit was filed against Zoom. And a company owner had filed the suit against the company for sharing users' personal information with their old buddy Facebook again. Ooh. Wait, so they claimed that they had stopped doing it and then they did it again. That's what it looks like. That's... Maybe it wasn't. It might not have been through the same mechanism, but they're still doing the same thing. So they apologized again that day. That's about all it is for April 3rd. April 4th. This is four consecutive five. Wait, because April 30th is five consecutive days. And there's another apology that the CEO said, I really messed up as a CEO and we need to win their trust back. And that it shouldn't have happened. And that's, of course, that's, of course, like how it is. Like, this shouldn't have fucking happened. Yeah. If you know for sure and you do that your app is not safe to use, then you should say something instead of sitting there getting rich. Yep. So April 5th, another consecutive day, uh, that calls mistakenly routed through Chinese whitelisted servers, which doesn't actually that seem could have happened. that horrible. Yeah, that could have happened. But you don't know what the... It doesn't seem like something that horrible, but also this is just going through things it shouldn't have been. It's connecting yeah. to places it shouldn't be. It's just a general thing that should not be happening. Yep. More on this day of April 6th. A third action is filed. Uh, Facebook data sharing again. End-to-end encryption issues and vulnerability, which allows malicious actors to access users' webcams. So this is three things that have already been brought up that they have since not done anything about. Yeah. Some school districts ban Zoom uh, because they're just not safe. Yeah, so... And- so, um, one thing that I am concerned about is that, um, I was in a, a program that was for mental health, and as soon as, I had gotten out there two weeks before they started their Zoom meetings, but I know people who were, who were there using Zoom during this time. So at that point, they could be just found anywhere on the web, or people could get into them. Yep. Also, on April 6th, this is actually something very serious but all of this is a uh, zoom accounts information was found on the dark web so someone in a dark web forum posted a link to a collection of 352 compromised zoom accounts zoom accounts which might have the same passwords other things so you're talking about the ability to get into just about anyone's end if they use the same password and that's just one person or one bank of information who knows how many more are out there and there are there. 352 people that had that happen. Yep. People, maybe even corporate leaders. Yep. So you're talking about an entire business could just go down. Exactly. April 7th, Taiwan. Ty, Jesus, Taiwan. I was about to say Taiwan. <laughs> you better leave that in. Like in, the, in the YouTube Taiwan. episode. All right. April 7th, Taiwan bans Zoom from government use. And Taiwan says that they're just not able to use it. And that's fucking, I wouldn't, if I had a government, I wouldn't want to do it either. I don't blame them. Also, there was an AI Zoom bomb where an AI-generated version of Elon Musk was Zoom-bombed into a call. Wait, so they, they used, like, deepfaking? Oh, and this was a guy who actually made a tutorial on how he did it. Oh, really? So they know who it is. He was openly, his YouTube channel has almost a million subscribers now. It's um, a Samsung engineer, too. So, a Samsung engineer Zoom-bombed a colleague, which is just disgraceful. Oh, yeah. No, that's just... 
that's just messed up. This whole thing is just, just like unlikely as hell to have happened if anyone had two brain cells. And also on the seventh, the CEO said that the balance between security and user friendliness had shifted for him, which implies that he was going for a friendlier app over a safer app. Yep. And he he quotes. When it comes to conflict between usability and privacy and security, privacy and security are more important, even at the cost of multiple clicks. So he's talking about how he'd rather, at first, he'd he'd rather have just had the success. Yep. So at that point, it's just, did this really need to happen for him to do this? Like, why is it so fucking hard? He, He specifically said it itself, just a few clicks. Like, that's all it takes more. That um like it doesn't need to be that complicated, right? For it to be good, and like you don't need to have it be the friendliest user friend, like the most user friendly option out of anything. Yeah, like this is a, gl- a global pandemic. You are taking advantage of these people. Yeah, no, exactly, and we have no other option. So yeah, April eighth, there's a fourth lawsuit. Um, fourth lawsuit. So actually, a Zoom shareholder. Accused the company of having inadequate data privacy and security measures. This is like only like the 800th time this has been mentioned. And also, apparently, Zoom had said that the service was end to end encrypted, but was not. Oh. And so, so this caused Zoom stock to plummet, and it's still falling. It, it better be. It is. Also, Google banned Zoom on the 8th. That in an email to employees, which cited security vulnerabilities, Google banned the use of Zoom on company-owned employee devices and warned that software will stop working on those devices this week. So they basically completely made Zoom stop running on, on um, employee computers. Yep. Now that's smart. Um, like, I, I, I'm honestly going to have to, like, my dad, he's working from home, and his company um, is, the company he works for is just, it's a huge company. It's got lots of money to be able to do this, but they're using Zoom right now. So and he that can might potentially be at risk. Yeah, and they're using company computers. That's that's very risky. But it is important to notice that on the eighth, there is a new security accounts council and advisor. So Zoom brought former Facebook. Uh, I don't want to trust that much. And Ooh. Yahoo chief security officer Alex Stamos on board. Oh, Alex. After wait. he defended the company on Twitter. Stamos. Yeah, I'll check that out. I, I, uh, doesn't the name sound familiar? Oh, yeah. He was the former chief security officer at Facebook. Yeah, so the reason he's former is because they had him fired for giving away information. And so Zoom just hires him. Yeah, I can see that after what's all that's going on. Oh, yeah. So now that there's a security council that's, you know, not trustworthy in the first place, they just look like they've done something when they really haven't. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, April 9th, another consecutive day, the U.S. Senate told members to stop using Zoom for remote work. This is the, our government using Zoom. Imagine, I can, I can see how hard it is to be a business using Zoom and having stuff happen, but this is our government we're talking about. So, on And April- face it, if these people hadn't investigated, tons of stuff could have been leaked from our government and they would just get away with it. Who knows if it has? Exactly. Some That's some foreign country could have, have it already. Who knows if they do or not already? But Singapore teachers banned from Zoom, and the German government warns against Zoom use but does not outright ban it. 
Yeah. By April 10th, the Pentagon security restricts Zoom use. So they had access to the Pentagon, potentially. <sighs> Meetings that were found on the web at the time. Just wait till April 13th. April 13th. This one's a banger, too. 500,000 Zoom accounts sold on Hacker Forums. That's... These are, this is people's personal information being sold. Less than a penny each. And some being given away for free. This is absolutely horrific. That someone can give someone's information out. And think they are worth less than a penny. Here's an announcement that we need to make. This came out after the huge thing about Facebook's leak. Called Have I Been Pwned? Uh, we will link that in the this, description as well. This you, did come after that, yes. Yeah, you type in your email address and it tells you if you have a data breach or not. So I would recommend... Actually, we would recommend anyone who might be at risk, or even people who aren't even close, that you check this and you make sure. Because if you're using Zoom, you're you're obviously not safe. Even with what they're putting in store now, I doubt that they've completely gotten rid of anything, any kind of access. Because, I mean, earlier on in this segment, there was something about how people were like actually like paying money to find new ways in and new ways to get information out of it. So these people aren't, aren't going to stop. So I'd recommend doing that check if you have any kind of connections to Zoom. I can tell us that the White Knight's email has not been pwned. The White Knight's email has not been pwned. But on April 14th, there's a big, big thing that is getting on minors right now. And that's a new privacy option, wait for it, for paid accounts. So they're not giving this protection for free. You have to pay. In a blog post Tuesday, Zoom said that, starting April 18th, all paying subscribers will be able to select which of the company's regional servers they would like to use or avoid. That's... So you could use it for free and have your traffic on someone else's, and they can just see, is what it's saying. Because a investigation by Citizen Lab showed that Zoom call traffic had been routed through Chinese servers so that the Chinese government had the ability to obtain encryption keys. Yeah, so just this, this whole whole thing, uh, they're, they're basically finding just ways to make money based on this, based on their own fuck-ups. It seems like they fucked up on purpose. This is truly horrible that you're going to make people pay for the security that they should have in the first place. Exactly, and they already didn't give them and didn't tell them they weren't getting it. But wait! A return of an old friend. A suit filed, also on April 14th, happened to be against Facebook and LinkedIn. Our good old friend Facebook is backed, as both the companies allegedly eavesdropped on Zoom users' personal data. I'm telling you, Facebook has some kind of fetish for, like, other people's data and giving it away. Oh, yeah. But April 15th, the return of paying for it, $500,000 price tag for a new exploit. People are being paid $500,000 to find a new exploit. So, hackers discovered two critical exploits, one for Windows and one for Mac, that could allow someone to spy on Zoom calls. The Windows vulnerability is the type of exploit reportedly suited for industrial espionage. So, think about that. So, if you're using your computer for a corporate purpose, this type of vulnerability is made exactly to go against what you're doing and just get in the way. 
And so that was for sale on the underground market for $500,000. And the Mac one's a little less dangerous, it said, but there is no information about what that was. Sounds like it's more dangerous and they didn't want Mac users to worry about it. So um, April 16th, uh, there was Zoom uh, revamped. Basically, they hired Luda Security uh, and its bug bounty program, which allows white hackers, so good hackers, to help search for the the issues in their security. And then also on that day, there were two new massive Zoom exploits that were uncovered. Yes. There was one exploit where a security researcher found a way to access and download a company's videos previously recorded to the cloud through an unsecured link. So this is a company's videos where they could possibly be talking about corporate information that could just be found through an unsecured link that anyone could go to. They also discovered that previously recorded user videos may live on the cloud for hours, even after being deleted by the user. So potentially people could just be checking into these things and just stealing these videos. You know, taking a copy for themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're basically, um... It's just... They did attempt to add... They did attempt to add security by adding a password to the video file for the cloud. Which should be but already even a that, thing. It, that should be a thing already, but who knows if that's going to even be effective, like, with what these people can do. Exactly, you've got, uh... You've got hackers that are most likely... Like, if they're in the underground, that are paying five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you're you're, you're not if you're paying just that much. Stop! If they put a password on, you're not going to just stop. Like there's fifty thousand fucking dollars you could have by then. Yeah, there's, and most passwords aren't that complicated. Eight to nine digits, you know, at most. But but, the big bomb, the big bomb, the one that we've been waiting for on April twentieth. Former Dropbox engineers say Zoom knew about security flaws. There you go. Now we can say for sure they knew about these flaws. We've been saying it the whole episode, and I've been, I'm feeling a little odd about it because we didn't know. But this is just that the icing on the cake, which is that Dropbox, which is a Zoom partner, said both companies, so Dropbox included, knew about a significant security flaw that allowed an attacker to control some years' Mac computers for several months. So this is going back to even before the quarantine. And Zoom knew about it. So even in their rise to power, it was a known issue and it did not get resolved. So in Zoom took months to fix this problem and did so only after an additional vulnerability was discovered. So another problem caused them to do it, not the original problem. Yeah, I'm just reading through this. Um, he apologized, misjudged the situation. Which, what? that's not how it fucking works, dude. You, you made an you made an app and knew the risk, and you still fucking didn't do anything. You knew it was happening, and you sat on your ass and got rich for. It. Yep. So they basically just said, "Fuck you." I here's an apology for something that we're not really sorry. Shouldn't for. have happened in the fucking first place. You're not sorry for it, obviously. Yeah, we're not sorry because we knew it was there, and we built this app from the ground up. And we without shamelessly. These. Keep getting money for exposing your private information. Yep. By allowing people to take control of your things. Exactly. April 21st, a Holocaust memorial was Zoom-bombed with Hitler images. In the Israeli embassy in Germany was Zoom-bombed with anti-Semitic slogans and photos of Adolf Hitler. Which is just fucking disgraceful to begin with. Let's get that straight out of the gate. If If you ever think of doing that, don't. If you ever think of, like, just 
putting Hitler images anywhere that's supposed to be, you know, anywhere, honestly. Like, a there's no reason. Holocaust memorial. Especially with the intent Sometimes of ruining... the ability of people to think out what they're doing before they do it just... It just disappoints me. Oh, yeah. Um, fucking Holocaust memorial, please. Like, I can understand making Hitler jokes, but that's not cool. And my... And the thing that pisses me off even more is these people are fucking adults that are doing this. There's not kids doing this. These people are full-grown adults and they don't know fucking better. Oh, yeah. So... And UK Parliament just continues to use it. Yeah, the British Parliament continued to use the uh, the service, and they they aren't quite. I feel like down there they're probably not having this as much of an issue, since we haven't heard much about them in this article. But it's still a valid issue, and they should probably be stopping anytime now. Uh, yeah. April twenty second, Zoom magically rolls out a security update. I wonder why. If we hadn't brought attention to it, they would never have done it. That's the, that's the thing. So Zoom said it would be rolling out a new security update to the software focusing on improved encryption. Oh. So that's, that's good. But on the same day, malware could allow unauthorized recording. Keep in mind, so, this is two days after they were called out and they said that they knew about it. Two days that it took them to fix that since and when they confirmed they the thing, would. The other thing is that between this time of the things you read two times ago and the start, they hadn't acknowledged that they knew, yep. and now they're rolling out a big security update. Like, it's been a week, maybe, since they rolled out their last security update at the time, and there were still a bunch of stuff. It, it's every day. It's every yeah. day. The only big gap there is is between April 16th and 20th. Four days of uninterrupted, they're doing whatever they want. So they could have been developing a bigger fix sooner, but they did not. So... They also, on uh, April 22nd, malware uh, could allow unauthorized recording. Meaning that it, it says it's a bug. Um, and it was an external uh, research facility that figured this out. It wasn't even their own people. Um, That's what's been popping up, actually, that I've noticed. They don't know anything. They're not... Of course they're not going to say anything, because they're getting rich from it. But it's always outside sources, like the New York Times investigative routine, Morphosec Labs, who discovered this malware. Yeah, Everyone so, else is figuring this out, and they're just sitting there. Yep, yep. It, they're taking it, it like champs, I'll tell you that, but... Oh, yeah. And people believe this shit and still use it. I mean, there's no, there's no better alternative is the problem. Uh, honestly, I think Discord should be used more often. But the problem being Discord, the name is Chat for Gamers... You There's know, your issues, the branding. Like Just one of those kind of things where, but like, if like it was... yes, I do think you should use Discord, but Discord is also used for many other things. For Zoom wasn't, like, commonly known before. Discord has a reputation for being a dark place for children. Yeah, true. That's very true. A place where, like, pedophiles can be and things like that. And Zoom hasn't had, like, a reputation like that. In fact, Zoom was, like, a nobody before this. Yep. But now here they are getting rich off of our information. Exactly. I, I can proudly say that we record this podcast using Discord or not Zoom, so thank fucking God for that. Yep. Okay, so we're getting to the end of this article. April 23rd, Zoom bombings continue and include child abuse. So Zoom bombings continue with images of child pornography and racist language. Yes. So uh, students of Fresno State and Bakersfield College were exposed to images of child pornography. 
people are now just dropping child porn around. So April 28th, this is around the end of the article, and the initial report is Zoom that Zoom could be vulnerable to foreign surveillance. So foreign government spy services could be accessing Zoom, which is just the big cherry on the shit Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Finally, seven days ago, the New York Attorney General closes inquiry to Zoom. So it's closed the inquiry, that's done. And Zoom also buys a security company and aims for end-to-end encryption. So they're not quite there yet. We have no more information on this. But this was seven days ago. And this is unfolding, like, right now. This, this is unfolding right now. They're working on it. And I'm glad they're working on it. But uh, there are so many fucking things that need to get worked out right now. Oh, yeah. So many things that need to get worked out. Because this is just wrong. Let's put that out there. Anyone who's thinking of starting a business, anyone who has a business right now that's in the works, don't do this. Don't share user Learn information. From this. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Uh, that's all our time for today, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching the White Nights podcast, and uh, we'll see you for the next episode. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.